with my fertility. When she and Jack decided to seek help getting pregnant, she went on Clomid just to give Mother Nature a hand. At first it seemed crazy to treat her perfectly healthy body as if there were something wrong with it, but by now she was used to the meds, the cramps, the transvaginal ultrasounds, the blood tests, and the crushing disappointment each time the results came up negative. Yo, snap out of it, Frank told her. Going into a funk is bad karma, in my totally scientific opinion. I'm not in a funk, she sat up and offered him a smile. I'm fine, really. It's just that this is the first time Jack couldn't make the appointment. So if this works... I'll have to explain to my child one day that his daddy wasn't present at his conception. What do I tell him? That Uncle Frank did the honors? Yeah, that'd be good. Sarah told herself Jack's absence wasn't his fault. It wasn't anyone's fault. By the time the ultrasound revealed a maturing ovarian follicle and she'd given herself the HCG injection... They had 36 hours for the intrauterine insemination. Unfortunately, Jack had already scheduled a late afternoon meeting at the work site. He couldn't get out of it. The client was coming from out of town, he said. So, are you still trying the old-fashioned way? Frank asked. She flushed. Jack's erections were few and far between, and lately he'd all but given up. That's not going so hot. Bring him tomorrow. Frank said. I've got you down for 8 a.m. There would be a second IUI while the window of fertility was still open. He handed her a reminder card and left her alone to put herself back together. Her yearning for a child had turned into a hunger that was painfully physical, one that intensified as the fruitless months marched past. This was her twelfth visit. A year ago, she never thought she'd reach this milestone, let alone face it by herself. The whole business had become depressingly routine. The self-injections, the invasion of the speculum, the twinge and burn of the inseminating catheter. After all this time, Jack's absence should be no big deal, she reminded herself as she got dressed. Still, for Sarah it was easy to remember that at the center of all the science and technology was something very human and elemental— the desire for a baby. Lately, she had a hard time even looking at mothers with babies. The sight of them turned yearning to a physical ache. Having Jack here to hold her hand and endure the New Age Muzak with her made the appointments easier. She appreciated his humor and support, but this morning she'd told him not to feel guilty about missing the appointment. It's all right, she had said with an ironic smile at breakfast. Women get pregnant without their husbands every day. He barely glanced up from checking messages on his Blackberry. Nice, Sarah. She had touched her foot to his under the table. We're supposed to keep trying to get pregnant the conventional way. He looked up, and for an instant she saw a dark flash in his gaze. Sure, he said, pushing back from the table and organizing his briefcase. Why else would we have sex? This resentful attitude had started several months ago. Duty sex, for the sake of procreation, was no turn-on for either of them, and she couldn't wait for his libido to return. 
There had been a time when he'd looked at her in a way that made her feel like a goddess, but that was before he'd gotten sick. It was hard to be interested in sex, Jack often said these days, after getting your gonads irradiated, not to mention the surgical removal of one of the guys. Jack and Sarah had made a pact. If he survived, they would go back to the dream they'd had before the cancer, trying to have a baby, lots of babies. They had joked about his single testicle. They'd given it a name, the Uniball, and lavished it with attention. Once his chemo was finished, the doctors said he had a good chance of regaining fertility. Unfortunately, fertility had not been restored, or sexual function for that matter, not on a predictable level anyway. They had decided then to pursue artificial insemination, using the sperm he'd preserved as a precaution before starting aggressive treatment. Thus began.